0: Welcome to EarthWise Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the heart. In a few days, Valentine's Day will be here. This is our annual celebration to honor romantic love, a holiday for obligatory and hopefully sincere expressions of affection for one's romantic partner. And everywhere, it seems, we find red hearts, the symbol of Valentine's Day and the icon of romantic love. The use of the heart as a sign of love is so old that few of us are aware of its origins, for it is far older than our pop culture and advertising ploys might lead us to believe. For since ancient times, the heart has been not only a sign of love, but of life itself. As a sign of life, the heart was recognized as a life-sustaining organ, a muscular pump controlled by some unknowable impulses that kept the blood circulating throughout the body. Without the continuous action of the heart, life ceased. As a sign of love, the heart was understood to be the seat of the soul and the source of emotions controlled by involuntary spiritual impulses. Without these intangible actions of the heart, love also ceased, and life without love was not worth living. In ancient India, the heart was believed to be the dwelling place of the soul. The soul was seen as a little figure the size of a thumb, who lived inside the heart and performed a ceaseless dance, which was felt as the heart beat. As long as the soul danced in the heart, life continued. Egyptian art and mythology reflected the same belief. Here, the tiny dancing figure in the heart was called the Ab. Egyptians believed that at birth, the seven Hathors, or birth goddesses, bestowed the infant with seven souls. The Ab was the heart soul. The Ab was the most important soul because it transferred the mother's divine living blood and soul to the child, It was the mother's heart that gave the child its life and soul. And at the end of life, it was the heart that determined one's fate. At death, the heart was weighed against Maat's feather of truth. If one's heart was light with love, it could pass on to eternity. But if one's heart was heavy with unkindness, then the heart was returned to earth to try over again in another life. Also, the heart was the only organ that remained in the body during mummification, because it was thought to be as indispensable to the body in eternity as it was in life. The ancient Greeks conceived of the heart as one of the body's three focal points, the other two being the mind and the sex organs. The mind and the sex organs frequently struggled to rule over the body, but in the end it was the heart that had the greatest power. The heart was the unmoved mover, the central point that compelled everything else to cycle around its immovable core. The Aristotelians believed that the heart was the true seat of intelligence. The mind worked with the facility of reason. The sex organs responded to the stimuli of the senses, but the heart pulsed with the wisdom of emotion and intuition uniting the energies of above and below, within and without, into a perfect understanding of love and life. Which brings us back to Valentine's Day. During your quest to find the perfect Valentine card and that perfect box of chocolates, let this be an opportunity to reflect on your own heart and the heart of the one you love, the seat of the soul and the very center of being. Feeling your soul dancing in your heart, may you find a way to honor the wisdom of your heart, combining the creativity of the mind, the excitement of the body, and the joy of the heart's wisdom to live and to love. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.